Mad Cinema Show. I'm Scott G, and I smell like a campfire. And I'm Phil D, and I smell like coffee. <laughs> we both smell like things. Strong things. Strong things. Strong, strong morning smells. <laughs> we woke up early this morning to talk about... Jackie Brown! Directed by Quentin Tarantino, released in 1997, you know, the olden days, starring Pam Greer, Samuel Jackson, Robert Forrester, and Robert De Niro, and others. And others. I mean, the others are pretty good, though. The like, others uh, are great. Michael I mean, Keaton, Bridget Fonda, mm-hmm. um, Chris Tucker... Young um, Chris Tucker, right, young Chris, and and he has some of some memorable lines for the small amount of movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who else is a good side? I don't know, but yeah, bunch of guys. Oh, Others. um, <laughs> Debo's in it. Debo, yep. <laughs> and the dude from uh, a house, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, uh, uh, what's his name? Captain Cap. Uh, Cat. Uh, I can't remember. Spalding. Captain Spalding. Captain that's, Spalding. That's right. I remembered something that I would never remember. That was wonderful. It's not that I... It's I don't even watch those fucking movies. I haven't right. seen that shit in forever. I haven't forever. seen that shit in forever. I pulled that directly out of my ass. Yeah. <laughs> well. I just thought of the hat. I was like, Captain Spaulding. <laughs> uh, anyway. Well, it's not It's not like, uh, you know, Rob Zombie has released anything outside of those movies that's been worth remembering yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. And I particularly have a fondness for a house. More yeah. than the other ones. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, you know. But we're not talking about those movies today. We're talking about Jackie Brown. So, on the Tarantino scale of movies, where would you put this one? Man, what are you asking me? <laughs> I mean, I know I know where you'd put it. This is more for the listener's benefit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, this, this is absolutely my favorite Tarantino film. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, but... Probably isn't most people's. It, I guess, as far as like when it came out, it definitely do didn't do. I no. guess, the, like critically or commercially, I, I think as, it bombed. Oh, really? I don't. I don't. I know. don't know if it bombed. I mean, bombed. I think it made enough to cover it's, itself. I, yeah, but yeah. it did not do great. It didn't do. It didn't do Pulp Fiction levels. No. It didn't do Reservoir Dogs levels. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to put things in context. Well. Coming off of those two films, too, because it, you said this is 97. 97. 92 is Res Dogs. 90, 94 Four, is yeah. Pulp Fiction. And both of those movies are violent and they're offensive mm-hmm. and they are. Um, they're structured. They're very, very like. They're the way they're yeah, structured. Uh, yeah, they're, they're like the they editing decisions to pieces are, yeah. and put back together. In yeah. both of those movies, you don't know what order things are in until you sit back and think about the thing in its entirety. Yeah, well, you know? it's also one of those that's like it. It kind of inherently lends itself to repeat watches. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? Both of those films. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I, the. Jackie Brown is a straightforward movie. It's, yeah, it's just, just a regular just, ass movie. You just watch yeah. it, and, and the events happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. And it's, it's and it's real good. I'm sure people walked into the theater going like, "Hey, that wasn't weird at all." Yeah, 
Like that's so that's, that's wait. Part of the you're problem. telling me I just came to see yeah. a movie? There there was there weren't a whole bunch of uh, 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 white people saying racist shit in this movie. So you know that's a different thing for uh, yeah. for, for, for Tarantino. <laughs> this is like his only film that I can think of that there aren't a bunch of white people saying racist shit. Actually, yeah, uh, isn't that funny? Yeah, uh, including hey. him. <laughs> he yeah. he's not in. He's this not movie. even in the movie. He's, he's not in this one. Um, yeah. He, uh, I feel like, okay, here's a good one. He didn't write it. It's based on a book. It's based on, uh, what, uh, well, uh, oh, well he wrote, it. he wrote the screenplay. Well, yes. What is it? Rum punch? It, rum punch. And yeah. I can't, can't remember the, the writer of the book. I, 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 I'm, I want to read this one. Yeah, uh, definitely. But, uh, from all I've heard. Elmore Leonard. Yeah. Elmore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know what else is different about this movie. Uh, f- this is the first time he did a female lead character. I feel like this is, uh, even though you could say put like, like his whole like foray into just being a specific genre director, for for like oh, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean, where he kind of he leans more into the genre, and while that can be said about Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, they're, they're I think they were a genre. <laughs> they, yeah, and that's the thing. It's just he like you can you can attach those. it to older genres, yeah. but it's less cohesive. Whereas this one is absolutely aping off that like you know 1970s like again oh, yeah. pam greer uh, mm-hmm. you know black exploitation kind yeah. yeah 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 kind of kind of film yeah totally you know yeah. and uh-huh. and that was would be a trend that he would follow yeah especially sam jackson's character in this one you know what i mean he he plays the kind of guy that you're like well he's cool but man you're a piece of shit yeah. you know what i mean he's he's a stereotype guy he's well a, and well and that's the thing is it honestly doesn't feel like he's all that good at it? Oh, oh, you talking about Sam Jackson? Yeah. If if anybody's hamming up their fucking acting, it's well, Sam no, no, Jackson no, no, no. I'm one. not talking about the acting. I'm more talking about the character itself. What he's actually trying to do. Oh yeah, no, because he's a fuck he, up. He's he, a complete. He's fuck an up. absolute yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck up throughout yeah. the whole thing. Oh, and see, his I, story. I feel, like, I feel like Sam Jackson's riding on easy on this one though. He's like, he's like, shit. I don't even have to try on this. Yeah, part. I can just, just be me. Yeah, I put the Kangol on and I just fucking hang out. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not saying he does a bad job. I'm just saying no. he doesn't have to do all that much to be this guy. Uh, absolutely, he just kind of goes he, in. Yeah, and he's great. It's <laughs> he's, fucking he's great, so dude. Good. Yeah. Well, it's one. It's but anyways, going back to the character. it's one of those things. Is just like you know the one who talks the most kind of doesn't really get what they're saying because dude he specifically has the most lines Mm -hmm. in this Mm -hmm. entire movie and he's just rattling shit anytime he's on screen he's talking yeah anytime he's on screen he is talking and most of the time he's just spouting bullshit and trying to get himself out of like you know lies he got caught into and trying to cover shit up most of what comes out of that man's mouth is lies yeah absolutely he is he is he just sits back and lies to everybody and he smiles at everybody and tells everybody it's going to be cool when he's fucking everybody over pretty much yeah yeah you know and uh yeah so okay so let let me just basic rundown of the plot uh yeah yeah Um, yeah, philip what had happened i I don't even have a what had happened yeah that's jackie brown it's jackie brown it's dope (laughs) i don't know um i'm just gonna explain the movie on this yeah there you Um, go (laughs) so uh, Ordell Roby, which is uh, Sam Jackson's character, is a gun runner that 
uh, runs things through uh, Cabo San Lucas. Yeah. Okay. So he uses that stop off um, and that uh, airport, you know, um, as a distribution point. Uh, and that's how he gets his. Um, that's how he, he gets his money. That's how he gets his money. But all of his money right now is being held uh, out of the country. Yeah. Okay. And he's been doing that to make sure that it it, it doesn't you know get seen. He right. doesn't want to have it in local accounts. You know all that kind well, of stuff. Well, and it's like, it, like and he's kind of like mm-hmm. tr- uh, trickling it, trickling it yeah, in. Absolutely. Yeah. And so he's getting these ladies to bring him. You know, fifty thousand dollars a piece, and well, Jackie Brown is a stewardess on uh, San Lucas. I think that's Cabo San Lucas. I think I I can't remember what the name of the airline is. It's, yeah, it's whatever. Um, I mean, I don't know about any of this shit personally. Come on, yeah, right. Uh, it may or may not be an actual airline. I, I have Probably a feeling not. a lot of the, I, <laughs> No, I have a feeling that this is actually all pretty accurate uh, stuff. I got you. Like just from the way that this this movie's situated. I almost feel like the mall that they talk about is that, like, that's the name of that mall. Like, it's like that kind of shit. You know what I mean? I almost feel like Rum Punch probably just made it up based on stuff that they knew about in the, in the, right. I got you. The California area. You know, it's, it's very homegrown, realistic feeling in a lot of the, the, the story. You know, I got you. Um, but anyways, so anyway. Jackie Brown is one of these ladies who's helping she's, him trickle his money in. And she's bringing in $50,000 at a time while she gets stopped by the cops on the way in. And it turns out that um, they know about the situation. They know about Ordell Roby. Uh, and he had just recently paid the bond of an individual that got caught. And that's Chris uh, Tucker. And that's Chris yeah. Tucker. And he immediately kills him. Oh yeah. So uh, uh, he basically pays pays him to get out of jail uh, and kills that motherfucker because he knows that he's gonna say something about it. Yeah. At this point, Ordell has a uh, ex con friend who just got out of jail for robbing banks. Yeah. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, who who is attempting to help him run this operation, and is just the most uncomfortable (sighs) man. In every scene, in every goddamn Lewis. scene, <laughs> Lewis. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ordell has um, women set up in multiple situations. He has right uh, three ladies that he has houses set up for. Uh, the he goes and hangs out with. Uh, I, it seems like he stays with these ladies. He doesn't stay with Jackie Brown. Right. right? No. But he seems to stay with Melanie. Simone, Simone, and the, and the Georgia. Oh man, what's Georgia her name? Chick. The yeah. one with the well, the one with the trashy house. Uh, yeah, can't, can't remember her name. <laughs> man, uh, Sharonda, like my this. girl Sharonda. Sharonda, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's what he was saying. So, because he always says that Sharonda is his girl, because it seems like he wants to s- look like he lives in a shitty place in the hood to keep uh, up that appearance yeah. instead of looking like he has a bunch but of money. But then he has these other houses yeah. that are like mm-hmm. varying degrees of uh, status quo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, he has Simone who's like the, the suburbs uh, uh, older lady. I don't know what she does for a living. I don't know, but she... Uh, she, she dances in front of <laughs> awkward feeling men <laughs> and, uh, and sings the Supremes. That's right. And yeah. so Ordell <laughs> is using all of these people in varying degrees to either stay with or to move guns or launder money mm-hmm. or, or push things for him yeah. and every person that's around him he has a little bit of control over and then there's the individual that I haven't mentioned yet Max Cherry oh yeah Max Cherry is 
He's a bell bondsman. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. He's a bell bondsman, but he's pretty much the and that was the that, uh, uh, Forrester. Forrester. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Robert Forrester. Robert Forrester. Yeah. So Max Cherry, bell bondsman, yeah. and and I get what you're saying. I think I know what you're leading to is he's probably the only Cher- Max Cherry is probably the only character that uh, Darnell doesn't have any control over. Yeah. He's, yeah, 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 yeah. He's the, a or- Ordell. Yeah, Ordell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that Ordell has no control over. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone else in the story is controlled by Ordell Roby, and Max Cherry is an independent individual that steps in as just a guy that he's ma- a variable that, in the system. He's man. A, he's, he's a he's a kink. He's a chink mm-hmm. in the armor, and he's something yeah. that Ordell never thought of it being a problem until mm-hmm. it was too fucking late. Yeah. That's the coolest thing about Max Cherry is that he's uh, he's looking at the situation pretty much as an outsider from the beginning. Oh, you're trying to get your uh, your buddy Beaumont, Beaumont out, Beaumont, right? Yeah. Okay, well, it's going to be $10,000. Put up your bail, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. he's just like, okay, well, you know, so he puts that up. No problem. Well, then he shows up again a couple of days later going, well, hey, I got this lady that I need to, what are you bailing stewardesses out? What, what blah, blah, blah. And he's going yeah. like, whoa, she doesn't do nothing for me. What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, you need to calm down. Why don't you take this money from this first guy and you put it over here? And he goes, Yeah, because well, that first guy is dead now. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, the whole time Max Cherry's looking at him going, it's interesting that you know all this, huh? Well, and the it's whole- weird that you're giving again, me all this leads, information, Yeah, huh? exactly, because all he does is fucking talk. He, he brags. He just brags. <laughs> and shit, dude, Max He's Cherry even calls him out on yeah, that he, he shit. He keeps doing it. He keeps calling him out. Yeah. He keeps just telling like, him. why are you bragging about this yeah, shit? Yes, yeah, so why you got like, stewardesses bringing you money? He's like, I, I don't have a stewardess bringing me money. Is yeah, right. Really? Shit. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. No, he already- he already already revealed himself and the problem is that max cherry's an ex-cop yeah and he doesn't give a shit like he used to and then he meets jackie yeah which again dude jackie i fucking love her like standout character right there like absolutely pam greer plays her so well because like okay so at the beginning Mm -hmm. of this oh yeah you're talking about like, as soon as soon as the movie starts yeah yeah <laughs> it's 110th street and she's yeah. got the lapels and she's yeah dude yeah yeah okay but like her <laughs> okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, 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 no. i love i love i love the intro for this yeah. movie but like at first you kind of see her and you don't really understand quite how strong she is like as oh, a yeah, character, yeah. she she mm-hmm. definitely plays as just like a like you know just she a knows how to play age. naive too. She, yeah, and that's the thing. Mm. And 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 it, like I think it's really interesting the way those layers kind of peel back to 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 inform such a such a rich character. Oh uh, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because at first she's kind of timid and she's just like kind of got this mentality on her that feels like I'm just trying to make it through life and that she's trapped and that she's trapped but as you as things unfold you understand it's just like man she's kind of playing everybody yeah. like at some yeah. point like this situation her getting cop caught by the cops having to spend a night in jail has has popped something in her and she's just like I'm sick of having to just struggle through life I'm going to do what these motherfuckers have been doing to me this whole time I'm going to get mine you know 
but and it's Max Cherry that gives her that confidence. Yeah. That's the cool thing. Mm. And Max doesn't even exactly mean to. No, he's just being a good guy. He's just being a good guy. Yeah. It's it's like Okay, so basically uh he has to go pick uh her up from jail. Yeah. And uh you know she is a mess and he doesn't give a shit. He falls in love with her at first sight. Yeah. You know? And he's trying to make basic conversation with her. But you can tell that, number one, she's been in jail, so yeah. she's not happy. And number two, she, she's not really trying to connect with some fucking bail bondsman. Right, exactly. She doesn't trust the guy. Absolutely. He, she, well, she doesn't know him. She, she doesn't, doesn't know him at all. Yeah. And he's a cop. Yeah. And she fucking helps somebody launder money for guns. Right. You know, so she has no reason to trust this dude at all. And he's like, well, you know, why don't we go to a bar? You know? Yeah, well, you want a drink? Yep. Yeah. And she's like, well, I love a drink, but I'm not going to go to that bar. It sounds like it's it's bright. And I like yeah. it. He's like, well, why does it have to be dark? You know, because it looks like I just got out of jail. That's yeah. Why. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> I love that line. Yeah. And and so she steals a gun from him because she feels like Ordell's going to. Well, she that's the thing. Yeah. She knows Ordell's. Yeah. Coming, she she knows. So yeah. so I mean, good good honor. She stole yeah. a gun to make sure that she didn't get. get that's the thing, and that's killed. that's the really interesting contrast between her as a character and and, and Beaumont. No, because Beaumont's a moron. Beaumont, can we Beaumont's cover that real quick? Uh, um, well, real quick. <laughs> yeah. So so, uh, Jackie and Sam Sam Jackson's yeah. character. Oh yeah, the the Ordell. Ordell. Yeah, the dichotomy between them because like you know he's a guy who doesn't actually have his shit together yet he pretends to whereas she is a character who actually does have her shit together and and, and she pretends not to and pretends not to it's that it's that juxtaposed character mm-hmm. but yes okay let's get into Beaumont because this shit is fucking hilarious so <laughs> so Beaumont you know Chris Tucker uh young Chris Tucker like we said uh, he had the same. And basic... by the way, can I say I kind of miss Chris Tucker? Where the fuck is he? I know. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. More Rush Hour. Something. I think. Uh, he, well, I, <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he go crazy or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just got tired of, of, of working with him. They were like, yeah. "God damn, you're loud, <laughs> dude." <laughs> yeah. Sound guys hate you, Chris Tucker. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I want um the the sixth element with Chris mm. Tucker, uh, with the. <laughs> I'm, I'm just fucking with you at this point. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. That would be great. Yeah, if yeah, if, yeah, if uh, yeah. uh, Ruby Rod was the main character yes, in yes, a in a, <laughs> a Ruby Ruby Rod spinoff. Of Ruby Fifth Rod spin. Yeah. All right. All right. You hearing this? I'm Luke? kind of Luke down. You hear yeah, this? for real. Because Luke Besson listens to this podcast. Yes, he does. Uh, so Chris Tucker uh gets bailed out of jail. Uh, Beaumont. And that's kind of the the first time you get introduced to everybody in the Ordell family is mm-hmm. that they're they're sitting on the couch at uh, Melanie's house. Uh, so Melanie is uh, it, Bridget Fonda, yeah, and then Lewis, Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. and Ordell are all sitting around watching this show. Uh, about guns. Yeah, it's about uh, like what is it called? Like girls, girls who girls who love guns yeah, or something, something like that. Yeah, and it's just and it's just girls in bikinis firing yeah. off different kinds of guns. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the whole time, you know, uh, Melanie's flirting with Lewis and and Ordell's being a dick to Melanie, and Lewis is being uncomfortable and, and almost unaware. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah, not really, not really giving a fuck Aloof. about what's going on. Jeez, yeah. and then. Um, they get a phone call that well Beaumont's in jail because 
he was drunk driving with a fucking pistol on him having prior charges and he's one of the guys that kind of moves the merchandise yeah because he's selling to what whoever people he knows yeah and and so now he's got a position where he's gonna be in jail for 10 years yeah so Ordell, you know, this is the first time you know that he meets Max Cherry. Like I was saying, bails mm-hmm. him out, and then he goes over to hang out. And one of the house. best lines that Sam Jackson has ever uttered in his life: "AK-47, when you absolutely, positively have to kill every motherfucker in the room, there is no, no substitute." substitute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's a good one. I, uh, I, I see. There's so many of his lines that are so amazing, and I'm not going to repeat them. Yeah, I'm just going to say that. Uh, but his, his, you know. So he goes over to Chris Tucker's house, and he's all smiles and, well, how you doing, man? Oh, yeah. Oh, good, man. We're gonna get the, we're gonna get uh my lawyer. He's the junkyard dog, and he's like Johnny Cochran, and he fucking hates cops. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, he's like, and you know what? We're gonna get the junkyard dog on him and get him to stop fucking with you. Yeah. And, and, you know, so 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 he's getting him all all riled up, and 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 Chris Tucker's like, yeah, man, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah oh, all man, right. Thanks. This hey, I'm awesome, so appreciative. Man. Yeah, of what you do exactly for me that's it uh-huh he's and buttering him up buttering man. him up and he's sitting there smoking smoking this joint and and he's going all right man well i need you to uh to to do me a favor you know yeah i hate to be somebody who comes over uh, uh, yeah, does yeah. a favor for pa- somebody paraphrase this go yeah. ahead paraphrase yeah that. let me paraphrase <laughs> this line <laughs> Great. I'm so glad we did this movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just going to avoid anything Rodell says. Uh, uh, but uh, anyways, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I hate s- to be a guy who... who <laughs> who does a guy, does a, a, guy favor. a favor and then asks a guy to do him one. But I have to be that but kind I have of guy. to be that kind of guy. <laughs> Good job, Scott. <laughs> Uh, okay, so all right, yeah, uh, <laughs> just watch it. Just watch it. You'll understand yeah. why this is so funny. Uh, and uh, he's he, so he's like, okay, well, I need you to do me a favor, and he's like, he's like, what are you talking about, man? I'm home. I'm high. I don't, yeah. don't want to go anywhere. I Come go on. Anywhere. He's like, and why are you home? Because I spent ten thousand dollars to get your ass home. And yeah. so, so this entire conversation, he keeps bringing <coughs> up. I spent $10,000 on you, motherfucker, so So you're going to do what I need you to do. And every time he's like, well, man, come on. Well, and it's that, again, it's exerting that level of control that he already had over Putting his thumb on him. Yeah, exactly. But but he butters him up first, and then he starts putting his thumb on him. Well, because that's how he deals with people. Exactly, because he's a, I mean, he's he's, he's a piece of shit. (laughs) You know, that's just, you know, sorry. Uh, He's a good character, but he's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it's... Uh, you know this control that he's putting on him, where he he kind of and he does this with everybody. It's that swell, that back and forth. You mm-hmm. know, he'll he'll be angry and then he'll be nice, and then he'll be angry and then he'll be nice, and and it's so manipulative that he's convincing this dude, hey, you know what? We're gonna go sell some guns yeah. to some Koreans, and if you just get back in in this truck uh, in this trunk with a shotgun, mm-hmm. then when we go over there, you're gonna pop out of the trunk and rack it on them and yeah. scare the shit out of them to make and sure of course, that they Chris don't do Tucker any- is having yeah. no like Bullman is having nothing <laughs> I, I love like, that shit where he's to like, do with he's this like, he's like come on man all you gotta do is get in the trunk for some minutes uh, for, for a couple minutes he's like I don't wanna be in a truck for no minutes yeah. man <laughs> <laughs> And then, oh, and then he's like, "Well, I didn't want to spend ten thousand dollars to get your ass out yeah, of jail." He, because he, he keeps it back up. Yeah, and, and, and like, he's like, "Man, you don't have to. Man, I know I owe you and all, yeah. but you don't have, you to, have to keep rubbing <laughs> it in." 
Because that's what he's doing. He's rubbing in the fact is just like that. Hey, but, I did this but, for you. But how he gets him in the trunk, he's all like, he's all like, uh, well, well, you know, after we get done with these Koreans, we can go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, and we can go get mm. you some red beans and rice, <laughs> and we could have some good eating. And then yeah. he's just like. Chris Tuck is just, just sitting there just licking, licking his, his lips, lips, just like, mm, He's man, like, shit, I did just get out of jail, and I'm and I, so fucking hungry. Yeah, uh, and I am high. Uh, I'm going to do I'm gonna do a bad thing just so I can get this big-ass meal. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> that sold him on it. That hey sold man, his high that would just ha- out of jail I'm about to say, that would have right sold there. me, so I understand. Well, shit, okay. <laughs> that red beans and rice okay, sounds fucking sounds delicious. Really good. Sounds good. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Go fill my stomach up and then take a nap. He was already having a whole Dude, he, whole scenario. I was about in his to say head. he He's planned like, it out. If yeah. this shit went well, he was gonna be happy. And then the next <laughs> scene is him laying in the trunk. He's like, "Now, how many minutes I gotta lay?" And then bang! And he's like, "Hey, you like to hit my head, you ponytail wearer <laughs> motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Chris uh, Tucker is great. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's so good. Yeah, it, and then he takes him around a couple of streets into a vacant parking lot and shoots the motherfucker in the back of the yeah, car. Yeah, he just opens the trunk and puts uh-huh. two fucking like just pops off two shots and, and then directly takes that body over to Lewis to show him how serious he is about the situation yeah which is what's funny to me because he shows Lewis he's like look Lewis you better take this shit seriously or you're gonna fucking wind up dead like this, right right and that's obvious foreshadowing absolutely right and yeah. and then once you see the way Lewis handles things so ineptly you're like Man, you fucking knew. Yeah. You knew that this guy had the wrath. You knew this guy wasn't fucking around with you. Well, because that's the thing. Okay, so Robert <laughs> De Niro's character throughout this in, this entire performance just looks like the most uncomfortable man possible. Well, the first time yeah. I watched it, and I thought he was doing a bad job. I thought I thought he was like, oh, this kind of sucks. I, this isn't a good but Robert De Niro. it's weird because by the end, when he does actually pop off, you realize it's not he's uncomfortable about the situation happening around him. He's worried that he's going to fucking blow up. I have constantly. a feeling I have a feeling this is a guy that's this been... This is him holding yeah. it back he, this, this is a dude time. that's been in prison for so long at, under a charge that's probably made him very angry, and I bet he was a very violent person before he went into prison absolutely and in prison it was no better yeah. and now that he's back out he's just trying not to be an animal yeah is what you're saying uh, essentially yeah this whole time and then they push him too far and 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 the <laughs> dude and that the seed. god yeah. that's because because i love I, I love melanie's character because i've i've been around chicks like that that oh. like there's a okay Melanie's the surfer girl. Mm-hmm. She stays on the beach. Uh, they go hang out with her because that's his. That's his like fun house. Yeah, right. That's um, and because they smoke weed. And, exactly. Yeah, and 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 Melanie's rather promiscuous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she'll fuck anybody that comes over, mm-hmm. and uh, including Lewis, and that 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 becomes a thing. Yeah. Uh, so they, um, uh, they end up. <laughs> They end up having this um, this through line where Melanie does not 
really like Ordell. She just deals with him. Right, right? because he puts her up in a house. Because he puts her up in a house. Yeah. But she doesn't like him at all. No. And she will at any point cut him down, and she'll say some shit to uh, undermine him, mm-hmm. and she tries to mess with him at any regard. But then again, Ordell is the kind of guy that's like a you know super chauvinist you're gonna do what i say bitch yeah kind of thing yeah you know and she absolutely he, he's a he's a piece of shit he's a piece <laughs> of shit like we said yeah and he's one of the but he's one of those like like you know charismatic individuals that there are some people that would fall for that but melanie oh yeah so, well especially at the beginning you can yeah. see uh-huh. how he gets these people you around can, yeah, you can tell you, can you tell. know it's just over time mm-hmm. as if if they are being aware at all about the situation they realize it's none of this is for their benefit no you're you're sucked into his game and now you're just trapped yep or at least mm-hmm. he can make you feel like you are. Well, because, I mean, he's paying for everything. He's doing the same thing that, that you do to, you know, if he was a pimp or whatever. He's that, a, he's, yeah, and that's, dude, that's a good analogy because, like, the way he controls people. Is kind of like a pimp. It, okay, yeah. so uh, on one of the newer um, Dave Chappelle specials, he oh, talks about exactly that book, which, American Pimp. Oh, man. You're and, talking about the thing about hitting them and then giving them ice so that, or giving them. Drawing them a bath. And doing and, all that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, like Darnell is that character. Yeah, yeah, the kind of guy that'll hit you and then and then and then fix you up and say, "Look, I care about you. Look." Yeah. Now, why'd you make me do? Why'd that? you make me do that? It's that That's... mentality. It's that level of control. It's that level of fucking abuse. You mm. know, like that's not okay. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> um, but Melanie. Uh, is a strong-willed little bitch. And she's kind of over it at this and point. And she's fucking over it. So every yeah. time that he tries to flex that little muscle, she 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 does something. She kind of flexes back and at this point. And you can tell he's not... I mean, I, they lead you to believe maybe he would have the capacity to hit her, but I don't think he does. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they definitely lead you to believe that he has the capacity to. Um, but she is trying to destroy Ordell. Uh, well, she's trying to push her fucking lines. And, and if she she's, can take yeah. him down, then mm-hmm. she would be. She doesn't care about the whole operation falling and everything fucking up. She and doesn't all this give money. a fuck. Yeah. She just wants to see revenge for him being a dick all the time. Yeah, and you can tell that's the most petty little. And I mean, good honor. He's he's a bad person, right? But at the same time, but she's so short sighted. She's with her, very petty with yeah, everything she, she does. She has the most like basic fucking yeah. <laughs> But that's cool. And, yeah. And, and she plays the character really well, you know, and she pretty much is hitting on Lewis. And, and then once they, you know, uh, end up, once they fuck, once they fuck, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you know, there's this really great scene where Lewis is admitting this to Ordell in a bar. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he's talking about. Well, because the whole time, like during the movie, they've been playing it as, wait, the does he know? Like, it, yeah. wait, is this is. <laughs> Is this what's gonna yep. undercut Lewis? Is this uh, what going? Is yeah, because you, you think that this, yeah, yeah, like him you know? fucking his girl is going going to, make to be the th- the, the cat, the straw that breaks the camel's back, and then and then Ordell's gonna you know kill Lewis or something. Or they something. really do make yeah. you feel that way, right? Yeah. And then as soon as he reveals it to him, because he's like, hey man, I don't think Melanie, uh, I don't think Melanie, you know, she's somebody you can trust. Well, I, Ordell brings it up. Well, he brings that up first. Yeah, he says something about the. the I don't think you can trust her. I I, I really think that you know yeah. she's 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 playing you. You know she I, says yeah. that, and he's like, 
You fucked her, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I well mean, and it's an well, interesting thing uh, that he comes back to him with. It's like, man, I don't need to trust her. I know her. I know her. And that's yeah. that was my whole point. Yeah. Is is I, I love that about that character and I love that about Ordell. Is he I mean, I've learned a lot about people from that one line. Mm-hmm. You don't really have to trust everybody, but knowing them is very important. Absolutely. Right? Because you then you can predict their actions. Yeah. Or you know what you can put in their in their hands right you know what you can let them deal with Absolutely. you know uh and melanie's one of those people he knows that that's a house that he can sit up with and he knows he can bring whoever he's working with over there and she'll fuck them and then you know and yeah. then they'll do whatever he says mm-hmm. it's another tool that he uses she, she she's not a prostitute she's no. just a chick that hangs out in her house and you know has fun yeah but he kind of uses her as one to manipulate the people that he works absolutely for. and you get yeah. that you get that feeling like for mm-hmm. all i know that's how he got beaumont over there yeah you know what I mean? She knew Beaumont. She had a she had a conversation with him at the beginning, and it mm-hmm. seemed like a very casual conversation when yep. they were on the phone. Oh, hey! You know, she answered the phone like that. Yeah. Huh? You know, yep. it's very possible that that's exactly what he does. Oh, here, fuck my friend. Oh, aren't we buddies now? Won't you help me run these guns? Yeah. Uh, you know? know? And so the whole time, you know, you realize at this point, well, he's just fucking using everybody. Yeah. He's just using absolutely everybody. And Lewis uh, already sees the corruption on Melanie's side, mm-hmm. so he's pretty much just following what Ordell says. Absolutely. W- which gives an interesting point there, too. It seems like Lewis is trying to be loyal. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Is like Lewis is probably the only one who is... N- I don't think not, he's trying to fuck Ordell I over. don't think he is at all. He doesn't I have the intention to. Absolutely <laughs> not. But at the same time, he's still just a tool in the tool belt he's just a tool and maybe that's the problem maybe he was one of the one of the the lower guys in this bank robbery this, he talks yeah, about you know exactly. what i mean maybe he wasn't anywhere near the planning or the it, the the mind yeah side he of was, it. He was a, a guy that hold it held a gun and yeah. put it in a, a teller's face Absolutely, you know what i'm saying yeah and that means that he's just uh he's just muscle you know he's just um yeah and that's the thing. A thug. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And having just a thug to, to send in to use is is very useful with somebody like Ordell. Right. You know what I mean? Because obviously somebody like Beaumont can't stand up to pressure. Absolutely. So he wants somebody that can go to prison for him if he needs to, right? Yep. And and mm-hmm. Lewis is that and guy. And Lewis is that guy. Yeah. Too bad he's a fucking idiot. Too bad he's not paying attention to anything that's, the that's problem going on. When it when you're all muscle, mm. when you're all muscle and pent up rage, and then and then he <laughs> and then he sets him up with staying over at Melanie's house the mm-hmm. whole time, yeah. where he's fucking her and just getting stoned on that good Cali weed after he's been in prison for a long time. Oh yeah, this motherfucker's in in pussy and weed heaven. And he's just hang. He's just trying to do whatever he can to keep in that situation. So when that starts going south, when Melanie starts fucking with him at the end of the movie, well, yeah, he's done with it. Well, because there's a there's a uh, there's a strong like cutoff point, which is pretty much what we're talking about here. At at the bar, that's when Lewis decides he needs to stop fucking with Melanie. 
He needs well, to I think hang it's out even before her. that because there's that scene where they're both sitting on the couch and she's just kind of laying down and she kind of like rubs her foot on his leg and he like you know gets up and kind of just yeah kind of oh yeah immediately puts a wall between and yeah and she's like pussy and her. yeah exactly <laughs> and she's and like and she's just like oh well this guy's uh-huh. not gonna fuck me anymore well fuck him you know a- so now she's gonna destroy him. Yeah, yeah, because she's petty. Because she's petty. <laughs> she's fucking petty. I mean, uh, and then and then as far as the other girls go, because because okay, Simone, uh, as soon as okay, this is all the side story we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah. This isn't what, even. We this, ha- this again, a, we haven't even gotten into the main like what's like, up with focus Jackie Brown. The, yeah, yeah. Um. So because, that should be that should be a credit that yeah. even the side characters are so interesting that we can just we can rattle just on about this for <laughs> this is probably going to be a long one, guys. Buckle a up. Long one. <laughs> uh, so uh, okay, I, I just wanted to talk about the other girls because yeah. Sharonda, like he said, he found her uh, barefoot, uh, uh, fresh off, off the bus, fresh off the bus yeah. from Georgia, mm-hmm. and he said that he he called her as country as a chicken coop. <laughs> It's oh, fuck. He's like, she, she's country as a chicken cook, barefoot <coughs> off the bus from Georgia. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's good right there. And, yeah. And he, um, uh, so she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know whether she's an addict or whether she's just. If there's you know, something. Up with her. Not, yeah. Or whether she's just lazy. Where, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Where she, she falls on the spectrum. She obviously if doesn't she falls, give much of a shit and isn't terribly intelligent. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's what's yeah, going on. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. You know? And so he's got her. She's obviously the the bottom. She's mm-hmm. obviously the absolute bottom. Yeah. And then Simone has kind of aged out, it seems like. Simone seems like one to some, of, Yeah, to some degree. Yeah, it seems like she was Jackie Brown at one point and now, and now isn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he's just he's just keeping her around to like have another have another house. Yeah. And so it almost seems like she's an expense. At this him. point, yeah. Yeah. And then there's uh Jackie who's actually bringing the money and then um uh, Melanie, who's his, you know, current girl, right? Yeah. But all of them have these four different levels because Simone, as soon as she gets involved in the situation uh, with money, mm-hmm. she fucking runs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sharonda is too stupid to know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Melanie doesn't understand. Doesn't give a fuck. N- Melanie doesn't give a fuck. It's not even that she, she doesn't understand. I think she understands what's going on. Uh, she just doesn't give a fuck. I was going to say she doesn't understand the gravity of her actions. Oh, well, yeah. That's that, what she does. That, she yeah, does well, understand because she, she's petty. Because <laughs> she's petty, yeah. But she's doing things out of spite, and she ends up helping Jackie fuck Ordell over. Absolutely. Okay? And yeah. Jackie is a mastermind. Dude, she is playing... <laughs> She is literally playing everybody, and though she says at the uh, end of the movie to Max Cherry, hey, I never played you, I never lied I to you. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at mm. all. And he doesn't either. Nope. I think there was I think there was some part of her, like towards the end, that that even she believed that. But there is no way she's not even playing. I mean, she is playing everybody. Well, she has to. Yeah, Because it's all survival. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, she... Okay, so... And everybody underestimates her. Oh, yeah. The cops underestimate her, you know? Yeah. Uh, Okay, so the cops that meet her at the very beginning of the film, Mm -hmm. because we address this slightly. Yeah. She gets off the airplane, 
they find that she has fifty thousand dollars in cash and in her some bag. coke. Yeah, that she didn't know about. That she didn't know about. She knew about the money because she didn't know about the coke. Because the coke was a gift for Melanie from Mister Walker, the guy right. that, that has all mm-hmm. of Ordell's money. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, oh, no, I forgot to tell you about that. And then, because of the amount of the Coke, because it was, I, I don't know how much it was, but yeah. it, it was a, it was an amount that, uh, uh, that it caused her to amount. get... It was an amount. It was an amount that caused her to get um, trafficking charges. Right. And, and that's why she went to, that's why she went to prison. Uh, yeah, that's or why she, jail. Yeah, went know, to jail and had a huge $10,000 bond. Yep. You know, because when, when she goes to get bailed out, that's one of the things Max Cherry says directly is, well, that seems like a mighty big bond. For well, a stewardess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, she's, you know, she has some coke. Well, why you got stewardess bringing you money and coke? Oh, well, I don't. And blah, blah, blah. And plus, yeah. that was her own shit to party with. That right. wasn't no it's distribution. Like, He's like, yeah. you're trying to make me feel good for white guilt. You know? <laughs> oh, <It's>, man. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. it's like a, uh, th- you can tell that Ordell's not going to take the blame for the oh Jackie, it's my fault you got fucked up. No, not the for old, real. she's he's doing the same thing he did with Beaumont. He's yeah. only getting her out to make sure she ain't gonna talk. And you can tell he probably intends on killing her. Uh, absolutely. So that's why that when she steals time. the gun. And he shows up. I mean, because he he shows up and starts turning the lights off in her house. Absolutely, you know, and being very kind of like just oh okay. So what did you tell him? What yeah, asking yeah. asking yeah. all these questions, you know, and being very just mm-hmm. you know and Jackie, again. And it's Jackie's the, being sweet, and she's being cordial, and she's like, "Well, well yeah, do the, you want a drink?" She's being. Well, how about to- you? Like, she's being about- tolerant oh, at yeah. that point. It's not even that she. Oh, but yeah, but her yeah. tone. Her, her tone. T- all I'm saying is, like, if you listen to her tone, she's trying to make it sound like she has no clue that he's over there to choke the shit out of her. Absolutely. And and he, uh, uh, you know, he's got all these lights off, and they're in the living room, and it's just like the silhouette of the two of them, and mm-hmm. he starts putting his gloved hands, these OJ around gloves, her around neck. her neck, and, it, and, and then you just hear click, and she's and he's like. What is that? What does it feel like? <laughs> yeah. It feels it's like, like a, a gun, gun pressed neck. against my dick. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So take your goddamn hands off yeah. my neck. Yeah, yeah, dude. And, and then that, she just starts yelling at him, <laughs> dude. And she is just, dude. She is in. She. It's. It's again. It's that dichotomy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Whereas uh, Ordell pretends to be the person who's mm. actually in control. She takes immediate charge mm-hmm. of the situation and he can't deal with it. No, he can't. He, he, he does he doesn't understand how to he is emasculated. He is disarmed. He is she takes the gun that he has she away from him. She puts him directly into a corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Starts yelling. Dude, oh man, and it's so good. And then he immediately turns into this like, "Whoa, I would never." Why? Yeah, yeah. Why would I hurt you? You know exactly. Like, he man. retreats <sighs> into his defense stance. Man, and this fucking snaky bastard. Yeah, and <laughs> it's um, it's this uh, like, <laughs> uh, it, it's this complete power shift at that point because mm-hmm. right then Jackie comes up with the with the idea. Okay, I'm gonna go talk to Max about this. Mm-hmm. Invites Max over for coffee. Max comes over the next day, hangs out with him. She oh, gives him his gun back. She gives him his gun back. He's, Sorry, he he's been cool with it. He, yeah, he was cool with and it, and he understood why he got it. Mm-hmm. But he was still like, mm, you should go buy yourself a gun. Absolutely, if you feel if like you, that. You feel she was like, like I already one. got one. Yeah, yeah, because she kept <laughs> she kept Ordells. Yeah, she got Ordells. Uh huh. He's like, well, um, okay. 
<coughs> I guess I'm not gonna ask about that. Um, yeah, and and you know, uh, he so th- at this point, Max tells her that she needs to be honest with the cops. Yeah, you got to go be honest with these cops. You got to go mm-hmm. talk to them directly about what's going on, and you got to figure out a way to get your ass out of this. Yeah, okay. well, and it's it's cool. Like when he's telling her that, you kind of see the through line about like what her thought process that got her to this point was is just like, look, I'm old, and uh, like, or I'm older. I'm about middle age. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm 40. I've already started over once in my life. Yeah. I don't want to have to do that again. I can't blame her. You I know can't. What I mean? I, yeah. I don't want to have to start over. I don't want the cops or this motherfucker that I've gotten in bed with, you know, to fuck me over to where I have to like, and, and you can see it in that line. Mm-hmm. Of, like that's when she starts really taking control of the entire situation. Yeah, it, it is, man. And she she realizes, like, well, this is enough. I'm going to build my future. Absolutely. And I'm going to fuck Wardell over in the process. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so her idea is to make the cops aware of the entire situation, be completely honest with them, as transparent as possible. And I mean... Everything that Ordell has going on. While putting herself into a position to help. To, to well, to help herself. To help herself, yeah, yeah. You know. But also to help the cops catch Ordell mm-hmm. and to help Ordell get all of his money. So then she comes up to Ordell and saying, hey, look, these cops know what's up. We got to get this fucking money through fast, okay? Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be honest with him. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're going to be honest. You're going to tell him what's... It's like, hold on. I got to. I have to. Okay? They already know. They know everything. I have to be honest, okay? So yeah. all I'm going to do is get all of your money, and then during the exchange, we're going to have to set it up in a way that y- you know you can you can get all of your money and I can make it appear as though something happened okay what, yeah while I was in the middle of transferring that way I don't get fucked right so yeah. I'm I'm free of 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 my situation and you have your money and can and we can part ways yeah and he's like all right Jackie this sounds risky but are you sure you got these cops under control she's like I gotta meet another palm of my hand yeah and at the same time she is being honest with the cops but it's like it's less of like she's not telling lies she's at uh she's omitting omitting <laughs> she's op- she's omitting it's an omission specific details omission. oh yeah, yeah she is and, and you can kind of it's really funny when she talks about the plan with you know all these different like character groups Mm -hmm. it's funny because you can piece together what the plan was all along yeah from those different conversations if you're paying attention to the right right things that she's saying because it's really weird or it's really really interesting how she like just controls the entire situation even when it seems like things are falling down around Mm her she has this shit covered she's thought she's thought about all the different directions mm-hmm. she's thought about contingencies a fucking mastermind yeah really <laughs> really a pocket mastermind that's yeah. exactly and sh- so she's playing ordell to make him think that he's going to get every bit of his money back mm-hmm. she's playing the cops to make them think that they're going to get ordell mm-hmm. and anybody else involved in the situation including lewis and all this because they know about lewis yeah uh they and then she's 
playing Max mm-hmm. to get him to to help her with this problem. Because she Cause knows she's going to need another she, person. She needs help. Yeah. And she basically convinces Max, because he's head over heels in love with her, to help her pull off a fucking caper. Mm-hmm. And Max and he's and she's on that's Max is honestly the one that she is the most honest with. She is throughout. But this she's and, still playing him. But and he she knows it. Yeah, and he doesn't care because mm, Pam Greer. That's it. That's really it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a line that he says earlier where he's like, uh, you know, a good cop will never let you know that you're full of shit. Yeah. And he's talking about. Um, um, Michael Keaton's character, mm-hmm. uh, the ATF guy, because the ATF guy, you know, he, man, he's so good as that cop. Dude, he, I love is, Michael Keaton in this. Dude. dude, him as this cop, that's exactly the kind of cop that I want on the case. Oh, that's yeah. the guy right there. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're like, oh man, uh, uh, you know, he obviously is on a shit ton of caffeine. You know, oh, yeah. he is the most alert, but he's also, he's also kind of nice. You know what I mean? He can. He, He's playing he, that good cop role. He plays uh, real, he, well, uh, real well. He knows how to talk to people in that nice cop way, where you're like, "Well, maybe if you could just let me look in the bag, ma'am." Yeah. Know, we're just gonna take a look. I'm gonna make sure this guy right here doesn't do anything. I'm gonna okay? watch him the I'm whole watch him. time. I'm watch him the whole time. All right, for you, okay? Yeah. Like he's got this <laughs> friendly cop going on thing, but he's also serious. You know, I'm very serious about my job. You know that, right? I'm very serious. Yeah. You know, you know, know I'm very serious. You know I'm serious. Look at me. Look at me. I wear my gun up high. I'm serious. (laughs) He's uh, this. Yeah, I love I love him as this cop. Yeah. So Ray Nicolette is his name. Uh, And and so uh, he he's telling her that initially about Ray. Right. Mm -hmm. A good cop will never let you know that he knows you're full of shit. Yeah. But he's the one doing that. Yeah, he's not. He's the one mm-hmm. not telling Jackie that he knows she's full of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though she's being the most honest with him, he's still looking at her with rose tinted glasses. Absolutely, he's still looking at her. Well, going, and that's the thing is, like he he knows it. Oh, he knows it. He knows. He knows, it. dude. He knows everything as much as Jackie does. Absolutely, but he's also not going to tell her. Hey, I know your scheme in the long run, even bigger than what you're telling mm-hmm. me, because he doesn't mind helping her. Because, Absolutely. Because yeah. I, I think that Max is the kind of guy that, I, he, I guess he's divorced, right? He, I, yeah. Loner, divorced guy. Absolutely. It seems like he, he, he fell in love with her at first sight, then learning about her situation. He, he realizes like he can't this, be with her. Yeah, this is a, well, and also what she's trying to do is kind of a just cause. In, it's in a, a just in a, cause. In a, in, a, in a weird kind of way. And he wants to help way. her. Yeah. yeah. And then at the same time. This is a way for her to get out of her situation, and that's why he wants to help her. And I also think it's a, a uh, like a temporary uh like connection for Abs- yeah absolutely. you know he knows this is a temporary thing he knows mm-hmm. that he's not going to be able to you know just yeah yeah go right yeah. off into the sunset with her or anything yeah 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 uh but that doesn't mean he's not willing to help in every absolutely facet, you know yeah because uh, um he makes Dude, her understand and, the, and their character interactions are very sweet they're really yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's I mean, shit. It it kind of is a love story uh, to to some degree. You yeah, know, that's not that's not. It's it, it's a tragic love story. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but anyway, so Max uh, is helping her to plan the exchange because basically she 
is trying to be the one that actually gets away with all the money. Absolutely. And so she needs Max to be this other person. Okay. Yeah. It, initially, the idea is I'm going to go pick up the money and then we're going to meet at the mall. And when we meet at the mall, Ordell gets caught by the cops. That's the plan, right? Mm-hmm. I get all of the money from, from, the, the, from Mexico, mm-hmm. bring it in a bag, meet at the mall, then we, we nab Lewis, Ordell, and his cronies. Yeah. Boom. Everybody's good. Yeah. That's what she tells the cops. Mm-hmm. What she tells Ordell is, okay, I'm going to grab all your money. Tell the cops. We're going to meet at the mall, and, <laughs> and then they're going to catch you. But really, you're going to send another group of people that they don't know yeah. to come get the money, and then, which would be Lewis and Melanie, Melanie yeah. rather than Sharonda. Yeah. Because when they attempted this the first time with fifty thousand dollars, mm-hmm. like I said, they, Simone ran. Yeah, Simone absolutely. was her first was his first choice. Mm-hmm. But she was like, "Shit, fifty grand, fuck you." Yeah, <laughs> and just got just out of left, dodge, left, <laughs> yeah. uh, which she wasn't at all supposed to do. Right. So she, he was like, "Okay, well, we'll do we'll do it with Sharonda." So Sharonda's supposed to meet her there, and then they're supposed to do the the bag exchange right yeah. well then that doesn't work out so then it, well it's going to be melanie okay okay well so Me- so lewis has to get melanie there well of course she's she's fucking late uh, okay. well yeah because she don't give a fuck <laughs> she doesn't give a shit and she's petty so so, so <laughs> lewis is crazy at this point trying to figure out how dude to get, he get is the, trying so hard to there. hold it in Whew. you can feel that rage bubbling under right. the surface throughout this entire exchange dude. and ordell doesn't like any of this because he's hands off he can't be here mm-hmm. because if he's there the cops will catch him absolutely so he is relying completely on jackie's word mm-hmm. on lewis and melanie doing their fucking part yeah and the cops not catching on to what the situation is yeah so it's supposed to be that uh that melanie meets jackie in a bathroom uh, it's a changing room. Change. Yeah. Sorry, changing room because she stops to get a dress. All right, right. so she's explaining to the a cop. really slick business. Oh, suit. it's a business suit. Yeah. It is the business suit. Yeah. So she, she you know, she's explaining to Ordell that that, that she's going to do this and she's going to go into the fitting room and then they're going to exchange the same bag so that then when they go to meet up with the actual exchange mm-hmm. it, there's nothing in the bag it's already been switched with melanie yeah and okay. and jackie has put a little bit of money uh, and then yep, a bunch yep. of books uh-huh. into the bag over a towel you know yep. and and gives melanie a little bit here i put a cherry on top a and little bit of money so melanie looks at it and goes oh shit this is for me and it takes and, it and then and doesn't, doesn't think about the rest doesn't of it. think about it because yeah. she knows she's fucking petty at, she knows as mm-hmm. soon as she as she appeases her gives her her treat then she's not going to give a shit about anybody yeah. else right so she doesn't look to see if it's actually the money in there mm-hmm. and it's not it's books yep okay so they take the they take the ringer <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> nice while while jackie then leaves the actual bag of money in the stall yeah and then runes the fuck out yeah and, and then like and tells acts, the cop oh they, something they burst in there and yeah took melanie bag. burst in and just took the bag oh my god what happened right? like and it's just playing so frantic which yeah. at this point while that's happening in one direction uh, Lewis and Melanie had already escaped 
uh, out of the side, yeah, and Melanie yeah. starts fucking with Lewis because she can't because she's she can't already find been, the car. Yeah, she's already been doing it the whole time, mm-hmm. and he was he was really shitty to her in the store, trying to control her and snatching her around and stuff, almost yeah. alerting like the 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 workers there, like Absolutely. he kept being violent to her and shit. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Are you gonna fucking leave me alone?" And he and he had to you know back up. Yep, because you know that's that's the way you do it, right? Yep. You draw attention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what you want during a uh, exchange yeah, that's, of that that's it, much, money. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Fuck this up, guys. But anyways, it's, he can't find the car. And she keeps going, where did you park, Lewis? Lewis? Mm. And he's like, if you don't shut your fucking mouth, okay, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it on you, okay? Okay, I just, you got to shut the fuck up. She does it one more time. Yeah, and, and then he pulls out a gun and shoots her. Just in the parking lot. Just boom, boom. And then he finds the boom. car. <laughs> yeah. He's like, see, I told you. I told you. And yeah. he, I love that part. After, after he shoots her, he, he gestures back at her. He's like, see, I told you. Well, I love it when he's... <laughs> Uh, telling Ordell about what happened. Oh man! And he's just like, well, you couldn't just talk to her. You like, couldn't man, just man, hit come her. Come on, you know, you know this one. You know that woman. Like, you know that woman. <laughs> pieces of shit all you around. Couldn't, couldn't have hit her or something. God. But, I mean, hey, let's just be honest here. Uh, of course, you're not condoning that, but wouldn't you rather have him hit, hit her? Than that's kind of that's kind of the thing. Well, in two, like, uh, it's not even it's uh, not even that. Ordell is mad that he killed her. No. He just wants to make sure that she is actually dead. He, because he totally af- goes, you, you killed her, right? And he's like, yeah. yeah, I think so. He's like, you think so? You better be fucking sure. We don't want anybody, but if if anybody survived, we don't want it to be that one. We don't want it to be that one. <laughs> you know, because she's petty. Because she's fucking petty. <laughs> yeah. She will fuck him over. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So, uh, but all along, Max Cherry has been waiting in on the, the side in the same department in store in the sideline right and and he, so he's been watching he watched the he watched the argument between Lewis and Melanie mm-hmm. he watched Jackie buy the suit he watched Jackie go into the fitting he watched room. To he see watched where Melanie the cat, go where the cops were where the cops and, were like he, yeah. yes and so the whole time he's he and nobody realizes that he's even involved and then you know uh he watches uh uh, uh Melanie go in and come out with the bag and then her and Lewis scoot off and the whole time he's watching her at the very end Lewis is fucking uh, you know he's mean mugging him yeah yeah absolutely. and he looks over at him and he just kind of gives him a nod and then goes back to checking out cardigans or whatever yeah yeah and, and uh, he um uh and so when Lewis is talking to Ordell he's sitting there and he's like he's like you know you know it's weird. You know it's weird man. You know I didn't even think about this until now. You know you know who was in the department store. Mm, he's yeah. like who, Lewis? He's like, I'm Max Cherry. Oh, what what do you man. say? You know, Max Cherry, you're about Max fucking Cherry. Yeah. He's like, you're telling me Max fucking Cherry with you telling me that goddamn and- bail bonds was there and you didn't think there was a problem. He's like, I don't know, man. I mean, I seen him. He's like, he's like, I didn't think there was nothing wrong with him. He's like, you know your bail bondsmen, don't you? Right. You know they all as crooked as a barrel of snakes, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, and at that point. For Ordell, the pieces kind of fall into place that, yes. He's like, Jackie's fucking me. Yeah. Jackie's fucking me. I've mm-hmm. thought Jackie was fucking me. Now I'm sure. Now I'm sure. <laughs> He's like, Max Cherry's the whole reason this is a problem. He's the one that helped that bitch. Yep. She's got my fucking money. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, he kills Lewis in a van. Yeah. So. What happened to you, man? You used to be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Your ass used to be beautiful. Oh, That's what man. he says. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Your ass used to be beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I love this. And shit. then just leaves him. <laughs> Max fucking Jerry. It's <laughs> with it so God. hard. <laughs> anyway, um, so at that point, the cops 
have you, you know this is before the the the, the Lewis Ordell thing in in the 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 mall you know once she ran out of the uh, the place the cops intercept her and she goes I can't believe what happened you know I got I got ran into and then they start uh-huh. spreading out all over the place looking for everything but they don't go to that department store yeah now do they not not that one no because nope, they go outside all. because mm-hmm. they're lo- they're all looking in the parking lot for that you know he broke out of the door that was obviously it's like a Sears or whatever that you would see on the yeah. end cap of a mall absolutely so it would obviously be a big you know outside door mm-hmm. right out to the parking lot and uh uh you know the um the, the, this whole time Max Cherry's easily able to walk right up to the department store lady and go hey um you know I got a uh yeah a girl, my, my, my my wife, wife left a bag left of beach bag, towels yeah. which Jackie mentioned to the lady hey i saw a bag of beach towels in here Absolutely. i think somebody must have left them not even thinking about it the 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 register girl oh she goes oh just go grab them there's nobody in there it's yeah. not a problem and he goes okay and Max has been standing here the whole time so it's not like somebody else could go in there and get it or anything Absolutely he's been there it's not even busy in this store yeah you know what i mean so so he just goes and gets the beach towels well, thank you well there's half a million dollars in the in the beach towels in the beach towels <laughs> and then they take that shit right out yeah and at this point this is when ordell realizes he's been fucked and i gotta get my money back mm-hmm. from max fucking cherry so he starts hitting him up mm-hmm. uh <laughs> you know what i think is funny though is um Debo, right? So, yeah. So Debo works for Max Cherry. Mm-hmm. He's he's Max Cherry's muscle. A- absolutely. <laughs> okay. And he's significantly smarter. Oh yeah. Th- yeah. Oh dude, yeah. This is a this is professional muscle here. Uh, absolutely. This guy, and I love the way that Debo is in this one because he, especially coming off of because I mean this is ninety seven. So right. this is really coming off of right in that era, right? Where you mm-hmm. think of him as 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 the big jail dude, right? Yeah. No, this guy's professional. He's at his he's at his desk and he's going like, well you know that's not really what I want you to do, right? You're not making me very happy right now, right? You know, you know when I'm unhappy with you. You know, you know what that makes. Me, yeah. And he's talking to like a client because that needs to be doing, you know, whatever it is to establish his bail correctly. Yeah, or and to stay out of jail. Yeah, and he's telling this guy like hard facts. You know, like like mm. look, man, you're not making me happy. You better stay off the drugs. You better blah. You yeah, better, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, absolutely. You got to stay in your truancy. Blah blah blah. You know. And, and then Max is like, uh, it, you know, interrupting him for something. I think he was gonna go see a movie. Oh yeah, or that something. was kind of funny. He's like, I yeah. think I'm gonna go see a movie. He's like, oh yeah what you're gonna see is there anything good he's like something that's uh, something that that looks good and is on quickly <laughs> yeah there you go um yeah he uh but but you know so he but gets, he's also the guy who the, finds he's the guy people who finds for max well he yeah. finds ordell that was yeah. exactly what i was getting at because that's what he yeah. does and and i love <laughs> i love it when he's like he's like uh yeah that's winston winston finds people uh for me and uh, or and that's how winston found you because all he's doing it he he calls Ordell to tell him, "Hey, uh, I got I got your money," and he's going, "Yeah, you better have my money, motherfucker." He's like, "Yeah, I got the 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 rest of that uh, bond that you laid yeah, laid down." Because the, the- this is the last part of the plan is to get Ordell out of the way, because so tr- no one comes looking for him. They're trying to get Ordell caught by the cops. Yeah, that's ideally the case, mm-hmm. but that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they 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 lure him out by 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 uh Max Cherry basically saying, "I've got the rest of that money you put down on Jackie. Mm-hmm. You need to come pick it up." By the way, Jackie's at my Bell Bondsman, yeah. and she wants to give you 
her, your, your money. Your back, money. You know, because yeah. she felt bad about what she did. That's right. Yeah. You know? But that's that's and, all a lie. And <laughs> at this point, Ordell knows it's a lie too. Mm-hmm. And he 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 smells the bullshit too. I love I love it though where he's like, "Well, how'd you find me?" And he's like, "Oh, well, Winston found your number." He, he's like, "Oh yeah." Uh, well, uh, how's he put it? He's like, uh, uh, "He's like, yeah, that's what he does. He finds people." Yeah. He goes, "Oh yeah, well, bully for him." <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but because that's what he does. Yeah, man. Uh, so they lure him down to the thing. She's already talked to the cops about how, like, hey, you know, he's gonna come in looking for me, and then I'll let you guys know whether he has I, a gun or not. Well, and I love that scene where it's just her in the in the place, and she's like turning lights on, turning them off, like setting the scene. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then she like sits down in front of the desk, like kind of adjusts the gun so she can grab it just right, <laughs> and keeps like. You know, kind of smiling, and then oh, and freeze, mother! Quick. Yeah, pulling up the gun real quick, freeze, motherfucker! You know, like like a kid would do in a mirror. Absolutely, like, yeah. you know, preparing mm-hmm. for the scenario. It, wow, it's almost like it's almost like that scene in uh, that like you talking to me, you talking to me. Scene. Absolutely, it's almost yeah. like that. It's almost you know, like from that. Taxi driver, mm-hmm. um, but way funnier. Yeah, no, way better, <laughs> and I love it. And. Uh, so, you know, Ordell comes in, of course, being the usual guy that he is, and he comes in pretty much immediately demanding that Jackie doesn't play any bullshit, mm-hmm. and they have a very small conversation, and she just goes, you know, watch he- out, Ray, he's got a gun, mm-hmm. and they come out and blast his ass. Yeah. And th- I'm pretty sure that was Jackie's plan the whole time, so that he couldn't say any dirt on Jackie. Absolutely. And- Well, and to also just get him out of the way completely. Completely, completely yeah. yeah. Because you know, even if he went to jail, if he ever got out, uh-huh. and he probably could, he probably could get out on bail, he would come for it. Which, this is the weird thing, too, is the cops know about Lewis and Melanie, mm-hmm. okay? Ordell suspects that that could potentially be where the money went when mm-hmm. he first runs into uh, Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. He's like... Are you sure Melanie's not waiting at a hotel with my motherfucking money somewhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? And yeah. and then, you know, he shoots him. Well, the cops also suspect that that's what the what happened is that they just ran off with the damn money. Cuz that's what Jackie told. Cuz that's what Jack told. Yeah. So, at this point, the setup at Max Cherry's to the cops was her not having any money at all, her just fibbing at Ordell yeah. about the situation, but in reality, she does have that money. Mm-hmm. And Max Cherry has been helping her the whole time to conceal it from everybody where that shit actually is. Absolutely. So at the end, you know, the cops are pretty much going like, Jackie, you really helped us out here. You know, you wouldn't have uh, done anything to screw up all of our goodwill. Now, would you? Yeah. You know? Well, well, because there is a tinge of everybody kind of knows they're getting fucked around, but they don't know specifically how. Mm -hmm. And Jackie's the only one that does. That's right. But it's also weird to me that... The ATF guy is such a shark on the money because yeah, this is that's the weirdest part at the end because you go like, well, you did the justice part of it. You stopped the gun running. Mm-hmm. You stopped the gun runner. You stopped his, you his stopped operation. This or- yeah, this operation. Right? Yeah. Why is he so interested in the money unless he was planning on pocketing an amount of it? Yeah. Well, doesn't he pocket an amount of it? At some point during like an interrogation, uh, uh-uh. no, no, he he makes okay. a, he makes a, a comment about that. Ah, I got you. Yeah, he does make a comment because she she was like, "Come on, nobody know." He's like, "Yeah, only me and you." And uh, 
that wouldn't be right as far as the uh, eyes of the the state of California. Yeah, right? yeah right. whatever, <laughs> whatever he has to say. Uh, but so but by it, the end, Jackie just makes it out with, with all the money. With the money because Max has it, mm-hmm. and she, so the very end, she goes over there to get to say goodbye to Max. Yeah, and she drives up in Ordell's pimped out car. Yeah, because why not? Yeah, it was just sitting there. She repossessed. Nobody it. was gonna drive it. She was like, "Yeah, the paperwork was in the was in the thing, mm-hmm. so it's mine now. It's <laughs> <laughs> my car." Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, and that's like the heartbreaking part you know yeah well because after she leaves and you just see this um like look of contentment turn into a Mm -hmm. oh man what have i done what the fuck like kind of mentality for well why is she running why is she running at this point where's she going right wherever she wants wherever she wants why doesn't she want to be there with max Mm. I mean, she did, like, kind of suggest him coming with her. Yeah, but he's got a business. He's got a business, yeah. Come on, that's unreasonable. Absolutely. Like, she couldn't just move a town over and get a new spot? Well, and that's where you, you know? that's where he realized, oh, wait, even though she told me she never played me, she absolutely played him. And now she's moving on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Solid fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And, of course, hey... There's yeah. something I forgot to mention. The music is banger. Oh, man, it's so good. Boy, every yeah. moment of this movie has a cool track. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Quentin Tarantino's pretty good about doing that through mm-hmm. most of them. Yeah. This one's particularly special. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it has, it has as much subtlety to the music as the well, characters Well, do. and think about, like, okay, so you got 130. 10th street that's uh jackie's theme yeah oh yeah yeah you know Uh you got didn't i do it baby by the delphonics that's max cherry's that's max cherry's theme dude you know and it's like each character well then uh then um fucking um strawberry letter 23 is uh ordell's yeah yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. you know each character Mm -hmm. has their own theme wow crazy think about that yeah that that Mel- inf- that informs and foreshadows a lot of shit M- about Melanie, them. Melanie's is that whatever you know hippie rock track that they had. I, oh I yeah, I don't remember that. Some, <laughs> some '60s shit that I don't like. You know. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry guys, I just. Uh. <laughs> Ugh, the, the '60s. The, uh, well, the '60s hippie music. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. Just, uh. Anyways, but yeah, no, 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 no. The 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 soundtrack to this. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's it's fantastic. I mean, yeah. overall, just a great film, and I do agree with you. I think this might actually be my favorite Tarantino. It's it's his best movie. I don't know. I'm gonna have to rewatch the Kill like, Bill movies because those were. <laughs> well, I, I've I've always loved Kill Bill Part Two because of Pi May. Like yeah, absolutely, Pi May is the reason I love Kill Bill. Yeah. Okay. And it, so th- this is the, that. It's good that you bring that up because, mm-hmm. uh, like we were saying about the previous two movies, you know, he made Reservoir Dogs, he made Pulp Fiction. Both of them were so over the top, violent, you know, ferocious, kind of out there and a- out there. A- as many different ways as uh-huh. it could be. Yeah. And then he made Jackie Brown, and this was a sleeper, you know, a cult favorite, but, absolutely, but not a big hit, and definitely not a hit to people that were falling in love with. 
Tarantino the Tarantino at the time. Yeah, yeah, that they didn't come into oh, he's bigger than just this. Right. That was where he was. He hadn't done um he hadn't helped with uh what's it called yet? Um from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? There's so much shit that he hadn't even that we think of now immediately and go, "Oh, yeah, yeah, that's very him." Yeah. And Jackie Brown at this point is just a cherry on top of his collection. It's a sophomore effort, man. Yeah. Yeah, but and and because of that, people people I think brush over it, or earlier in in the life cycle they'd brush over it, or now they'll they'll hear things and say that oh that's the weakest of his films. Well, if you're going for over the top movies, sure, yeah, yeah, it is the least over the top. This is the most realistic of his movies. This is the most grounded film that he's done. Absolutely. And because of that, it actually feels like a better movie most yeah, of the time. Overall, you know, well, it, it feels like a movie. Like a <laughs> movie. Know? It's like, just a. It's yeah. just a, That's the thing. That's why I think this uh, movie is looked at is like, oh man, uh, it's the weakest of his stuff because yeah. it is just a straightforward movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's solid. It's well written. It's well acted. It's well directed. Yeah, but that editing, plot, you know, man, and, that fucking plot though is like R.R. Martin status. No, like man. it's. <laughs> It's it's pretzely and woven, and that and, might have something to do with the fact that it is an adaptation. Yeah, 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 man. And and I mean, I think I think the characters are more subtle in this than in other things. I think that the uh, everything is a lot more appropriate in, I gotcha. in this film. Um, and then directly after that, he made fucking Kill Bill. Yeah, which, exactly. Which, which was like, oh well, I guess I'll crank it up further than I ever have. Absolutely. And let use... me let me let me literally fall into these genres. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let me crank up the colors. Let me crank up the the the, the loudness. Right. Let me crank up that. You know, he stopped using as much um, licensed music when he did Kill Bill. Like, yeah. there, there are some tracks on there, mm-hmm. but most of Kill Bill is. Yeah, yeah, actual <laughs> score. Yeah, it's the score. Yeah, yeah. You, you you know Kill Bill's music, you know. Yeah. And that's dope, you know. Uh but it made me f- it makes me feel like Jackie Brown made Tarantino make a turn in his career. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know. I can I can see that. And although I haven't seen um uh Hollywood, what is it? Uh, uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time yeah. in Hollywood, yeah. We will have to watch that uh, one. I, although I haven't seen that, I still feel like nothing else Tarantino's done is like Jackie Brown. Uh I don't think he's it's gonna It's a very special movie, it, dude. I don't think he's gonna come back to it. I don't think And he's, I don't think he I don't think he necessarily should. I, I'm not either. But I'm just same, saying yeah, that I, was a one off. That's that's lightning in a bottle right it, there. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean for for the for those people that are like apprehensive to watch Tarantino films, because I think mm-hmm. there are a lot of people out there that are going like, yeah, he's not my style. Jackie Brown might be. Jackie Brown might actually be your style. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Out of all of them, because mm-hmm. I mean, if you're the kind of guy that's like, yeah, I just I don't like. It's how... a it's a it's a gateway Tarantino. It's, it's like, <laughs> damn, it is, yeah. man. Um, yeah. It uh, it's. It's it's like you said. It's lightning in a bottle. Nothing else will be like it. It's my favorite Tarantino. It's yeah. my uh, man. It's just watch it. Shut up and watch the movie, guys. Shut up and watch this movie. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up, guys. You can check us out on Anchor and Spotify and YouTube and anywhere else you like to listen to uh, podcasts. Uh, please leave a comment if you want. And if you want to get in touch with the show, check. Uh, please send us an email at madcinemist at gmail.com um this is the first of the last four episodes that we're going to be doing for this podcast um 
we've mentioned this a couple of times on other podcasts, but um, we are planning on doing a kind of rebooting, rebranding. Um, and uh, again, we'll have more details for that as we go along. But we, we will have at least four more episodes of this specific podcast, and we've just decided to kind of get our nostalgia out of the way. So that's why we were talking about uh, Jackie Brown. I think next week we're going to do Jurassic Park. Uh, then after that, American Psycho and uh, Young Frankenstein. So, ooh, you guys, stay tuned for that. Philip, final thoughts. This is the Tech Nine. This is the most popular gun in American crime. It actually says that in the booklet that comes with that shit. Like they're proud of it or something. <laughs> See you later. Bye, guys. Bye.